0: Hello, 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 and welcome again to another episode of the Niner Noise Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Uh, my name is Robert Morrison, and I am a contributor at ninernoise.com the fantastic website that you can find by going to NinerNoise.com. <laughs> that seemed funny. Um, joining uh, me is fellow contributor to the site and fellow 49er fan, Chris Wilson. Chris, how the heck are you doing today, sir?
2: You know, somebody told me that we've won three games this season in, in I, three in three yeah, games, I, no, I, not I the think, entire season, I I, or two or three seasons? Right.
0: I think I heard a rumor about that as well. That sounds familiar yeah, okay. to me. Um, So uh, I'm
2: not really <laughs> buying that, but... If, I don't if, know if, if you say so um so is there some way we yeah, can like stop the season here and like some type of holdout or it's... cba drama or um, if we can please or me at me least
0: know. or at least like skip the rest of the regular season and then we make the playoffs and that sort of thing I think technically we'd be uh we'd win the division by by uh by the you know tiebreaker situation so far so at it's this first point
2: round so yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. All so right. great. I'll, um, I'll call who I need to call, and uh, we'll get that done by. Uh, we'll make, by yeah, I like next game. it. I like it. <laughs>
0: so, um, as Chris is alluding to, the uh, San Francisco 49ers 3 and 0 for the first time since 1998. Is that correct? Uh, that That's a long time. Um, that's many, many, many years ago. None of the players that were on that team are on this team. That's that's That was a long time ago. They won their third game in a row with a 24-20 victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was their home opener. Everybody was really excited, um, even though the camera still made it look like Levi Stadium was half empty because of the side that they show with the field um, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it was not by any stretch of the imagination, the prettiest uh, victory for the 49ers, they had they turned the ball over five times, uh, which is usually a recipe for disaster. Uh, four of those were in the first half. Um, I want to say they were inside the first like 20 minutes of the whole game or something like that. They were very quickly, um, one after the other after the other. Um, but the defense managed to hold uh, Mason Rudolph and the Pittsburgh Steelers just six points off those turnovers. And essentially more or less that was the the difference in the game because if they score even one one touchdown instead of that extra field goal uh we're maybe not talking about a uh victory here um so this reminded me a lot of the week one game against the buccaneers it wasn't a pretty game uh but it was a game that they won um and as i said at that point uh even though i don't think anybody else (laughs) anybody else heard that but what i said at this at that point was that this team needs to get wins like that um and that good teams are capable of getting wins like that and bad teams are not and so it's important that they win no matter how they play and i think this was one of those games that they just they needed to win. Uh Chris what are your thoughts on the 24-20 victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers?
2: I was at the game as i uh, said last week so i i was crying through most of it but from what i could see <laughs> <laughs> we appeared to just drive down the field at, at ease and then just give the ball to the other team. Or or maybe just not even, you know, start a drive and just give it to them, like, you know, yeah. at our, our 30 or whatever. <laughs> but, Skip but, the driving In the part. second half, we decided, that, hey, maybe we should uh, score some points like and, and beat this team because this is important. And then, and then we did that. It was a game where San Francisco made it much more difficult than it had to be. I mean, Grapple played, I really thought. I thought he played fantastic. But the defense just really, really stepped it up. And I'm all about winning any way you can win uh, as opposed to... Um, you know, winning with class or <laughs> losing whatever, losing with
0: class or something. Yeah, I think losing with class, losing I mean, with yeah. dignity.
2: I know that. Yeah, we we were supposed to win with class. Yes, so, but we were I think not. We class were losing was the more class. more important of the two things. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. just, I mean, I'm not all about a lack of sportsmanship. Right. Right. Per right. <laughs> yeah. Pers- yeah. yeah. S- certain players, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, you was know, like, Sherman before we had him. But, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm all about winning one, class second, you know? Yeah. That kind of guy. For sure. Definitely a game that we we would have lost this game last year. Absolutely. Or, I don't even remember. Back to the heydays, um, you know, in uh, 2012, 2013 would be the last time we could potentially win a game like this. Yeah, uh, I we, agree. We just played so poorly, uh, as far as putting the ball on the ground whenever we could. Yeah, so, there's. um, I mean in some ways it was a statement game. Just mm-hmm. like the, I, I think I said the week week before it was a statement game, statement game as well, but in a totally different way. Correct. You could just <laughs> play a team that you're so much better than somehow. Yeah. You know, I guess Rudolph had a lot to do with that. But, yeah. Um, you know, play a team that you totally, totally dominate and then just give the ball away so many times, just give the game away and still be able to to pull out the victory. It was a um you know, a learning experience as, as well as a, uh, I think something that really brings the team together. So I was happy with the outcome, extremely stressed out during the game. And like I said, <laughs> crying.
0: Yeah. Of, well, that's so. that good tears, right?
2: Oh, at oh, the end.
0: Yeah. 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 The, oh, the, the, tears, oh, oh, tears of sadness. Cause if, you, yeah, I, I guess had you, had you had I left. guess you were telling us, yes. you were telling us about how much grief your Steelers fan friends would have given you if that had been a, had been a, a win for them. So it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Good for your sake that, and for our sake, that it didn't work out that way.
2: Um, yeah. yeah, yeah I, 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 I... <laughs> you know, They're obviously watching the game as well. Um, texting back and forth. One one thing I do like about well, I, there, there are a few things I like about the Levi Levi's Stadium, but one thing that I definitely like is their, their Wi Fi. I mean they definitely keep the, nut, top the sweet Wi-Fi? Silicon Valley hook up there. Yeah, so buddy. I was I was on the phone the entire time, uh, back and forth with them. But he, you know, even at halftime, like all my buddies were like, We're gonna lose thirty nine to six and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, they didn't they didn't really have a lot of uh, Yeah, high expectations for the team. Well, um, from, I'm, from I'm what like, I, I don't know, it's going to be a lot closer than you think, buddy. So, yeah. we'll
0: see. From what um, I saw and I think I noted this in in an article that I wrote about about the the game, this is probably one of the worst Steelers teams that I remember in my lifetime. Um, I'm sure they've had others in in my lifetime, but this this feels like they're not anywhere and they're operating under very strange pretenses that they're still good. Um, the Minka for Fitzpatrick trade and a couple of what are they oh and they just traded the Seahawks for a tight end and you know to replace uh, maybe maybe a dearly injured uh, Vance McDonald um, oh, Vance. <laughs> you're good you're a good friend so they're they're trading and making moves like they're still relevant to this season although they're 0 and three record would suggest otherwise uh but that's neither here nor there um but let's uh let's keep talking about this game a little bit with our one up one down uh for our week three performances um i will uh, begin with my up and you sort of alluded to what i was going to say um earlier when you were talking about your response to the game and that is uh my up player for the week uh which was jimmy garoppolo uh the Stat line sort of looks like this would be very confusing. Um, and I noted this in my uh, top three performances stop, yeah, top three performances of the week uh, article that I read up on NinerNoise.com Niner uh, that the stats didn't look good, but he looked pretty good in terms of just the sort of standing in there. Um, it was a, a tough situation. The Steelers were all about making his life miserable. They knew they had a rookie left tackle who hadn't played, you know, a reasonable NFL down yet. Um, really, uh, they knew that there was, there were places to get to him and they, you know, they, they did quite frequently. I think this is probably the most pressure he's been under, uh, this season, at least, uh, Mike McGlinchey, had a very rough game at right tackle. TJ Watt was basically doing whatever he wanted with him at any point throughout the game. He was just like, I would like to go around you. And Mike McGonchie was kind of like, okay, well, fine. I guess you can if that's what you want to do. Um, And he did quite frequently. But um, to Garoppolo's credit, in spite of, you know, the two interceptions that were credited to him that were, you know, probably not his fault. um, And in spite of the two fumbles that were credited to him, one of which was maybe not his fault, that was the center... Exchange one that may or may not have been on him or Weston Richburg, depending on who you ask. And then the other one that was a badly time snap, which is probably his fault to a certain extent. Um, but if you remove all that, he was in command of the pocket. He looked poised under pressure. Um, and then the game winning drive was spectacular, including that just absolute dagger of a throw that um, he really had no business making to Dante Pettis uh, with the sort of crowd that was around him um, and the way that he he managed to to overcome the obstacles that the Steelers were throwing at him and uh, overcame them to, uh, to win the game for the team. Um, and so that is my up for this week against the Steelers.
2: I totally agree with you that um, it was definitely one of Jimmy's best games, and in the in, you know in the NFL, not just necessarily uh, with the Forty ers and I mean he just had a guy in his face on every play, and the steel the Steelers they were obviously tr- you know not like Greg Williams like Saints level, but I mean they <laughs> going were, after they were going after him, and they were taking him to the ground, hitting him hard on every play. Remember one play in the um, in the, uh, the f- first quarter where I believe it was Watt, because Watt was <laughs> probably in his face the entire game, so I'll just assume that it's Watt <laughs> tipped a pass. They grappled through and then took two steps and just like tackled him into the ground. And I'm like, can we get some like Brady treatment for our guy here? I mean, like nah, they did play on the nah. same team. Nah. I mean, maybe we can you know, borrow, borrow like a Brady jersey or something like that. Cause I mean, that's like a 15 yard penalty easy, you know? Right. If you're depending on depending on who you're playing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And with some varge, you know, with, with the K1 uh, uh, or, or with the with Kwan uh, um, ejection earlier in the season, I mean, you know, the. Yeah. It's, um, it's kind of thing where are we going to protect our quarterbacks or are we not going to protect them? Only because sometimes. Only when some we big, want to get big hits and they were just letting them do it. Yeah, there
0: was one play, I think it was on the uh the last drive on the third of Kendrick Bourne when he got it down to the four or whatever he got it to li- the lead up to the Pettis touchdown. Um and I was I got really excited because I was like, Yeah, we're getting closer and then I was like, wait a minute, hold on a second. Is Jimmy dead? Because he was on the ground for a good long time after making that throw, uh, and then he popped back up, and I was like, "All right, great, great, great. we can be excited about it now." So, yeah. all is well.
2: I'm knocking on wood, or at least the, the side of my head here that you know he's over the uh, the, the knee injury, but I mean, he's, he, he seems to, not to be, be yeah <laughs> not be worrying about it, and no. um, and um, you know, I mean, a bunch of quotes this week about his, you know, his fellow players saying that oh, he likes to get hit. Yeah. Hey. I guess like back in the you know, Jeff Garcia days, where he'd be like 0 for eight, and then you hit him hard, and then suddenly he's like a a Pro Bowl player. There so I, I don't want him to necessarily get hit like that. But no, 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 no. That yeah, yeah and and man, I mean, just the the, the turnovers are just killer. And yeah, I, I think the credit actually one of the um, turnovers. To, I guess I guess they didn't. No, lose they gave it. both it was, of the, the fumbles the pitch to him to, um, to Mostert, right? That the the Mostert didn't uh, was unable to uh, to catch. Yeah, Mostert had one of the the
0: fumbles, but Garoppolo had the other two.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think one of, one of uh, Mostert's fumbles was on a um, at the end of a long run. And yeah, then, yeah. And then the other one was a pitch to, I believe it was to Mostert, where he just like the ball Oh, I guess he didn't lose that and one then, then. But then I think, he, actually, you know, I watched the play again afterwards, and Mostert, did, man, he did a fantastic job of diving in there and, and, and grabbing that ball because that could have been really, really bad if they had turned the ball over there right. You know, again. Right. You know, the two interceptions. I mean, one—that's Brady's fault. Catch the ball.
0: Yeah, or knock it down. If you're not going to catch it, put it on the ground so that it doesn't get intercepted. Because the the worst thing—if the worst thing that happens there, the ball falls on the ground—is that's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the first time—the first time it bounces in the air, just just be like, okay, I'm not catching this ball, and just knock it down.
2: <laughs> yeah. Be done. Move on. Jimmy did, did have a guy in his face, so so um maybe the throw wasn't exactly where. I mean, it, that it was, going it was to beam, a little. But,
0: it was a little behind him for sure, yeah. but it was still on target enough to be catchable or not catchable by
2: a defender. Is really yeah. the important thing there. There's only one way that ball was going to get intercepted, and then and and, and just knock it up in the air so the other team can take it off <laughs> twice. And then, yeah, yeah, and then on, <laughs> on the uh, you know, the second pick was you know, I mean, guy in his face, high throw. I mean, really didn't have anywhere else it's to like, get the ball. Like a lot of his, his picks are uh, are balls that are just sort of tipped up in the air because the receiver. Yeah, the tip of the ball up in the air and and can't come down with the pass and maybe that's a um, you know a, a strength factor. Or, I don't know. It's, yeah, that's it Feels like something, that, something needs to that needs to be addressed because you know, grappa's uh, quarterback rating is getting, getting killed, man. right?
0: But that's that's got to be a pass catcher. Addressing thing as opposed to Garoppolo's, I don't feel like he did anything wrong in either of those cases. Oh yeah, um,
2: yeah. And when 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 I'm in a strength, I'm in mean the strength of the wide receivers. Not right, right, right. I mean, I mean Garoppolo, the way he uh, he he puts that ball on target. I mean, he doesn't the best be- a deep ball, but he uh, certainly has the strength to to put the ball on target hard and and, and accurate and very very quickly. So he definitely does, sure. does not have a strength problem from a uh, <laughs> uh, from a, from a throwing perspective. So, so all right, you know, sign. So I know that. Our uh, listenership is growing, so if he was listening, that, that wasn't a knock on him. So Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: All right, um, Chris, on to your up for the game against Steelers.
2: My up was the defense. I mean, the defense was incredible, <laughs> Yeah. simply put. And a lot of that had to do with the Steelers being so bad. And that didn't, I mean, I that was, didn't hurt I was their shocked player. that bad. I mean, they, they were like high school football bad. I'm not really sure what the strategy was. Just throwing screen after pass after screen pass, and and just not pushing the ball down the field. And when they did, it was you know very very poorly thrown. And, and I'm I, just a lot of the route concepts really didn't make a lot of sense. If The defense just played like a defense, you know, four and a half defense from last year. That would have been a blowout. Yeah,
0: they'd they'd have lost you know 35 to 24 or something like that. Or yeah.
2: Maybe not even that much. Yeah, yeah. I think you, know, you might be might be kind there. It would definitely be a <laughs> a, a come from behind, you know, you know Chiefs. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what I was starting to think, like that game. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think Salah. Solib- he, he, I mean, I, I can be very critical of uh, of of him at times, but you know, I think he has. Um, you know, he 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 knows a lot of the concepts. He's just trying to put all together. It's, it's you know, like like almost all of the Forty ers coaches and a lot of their front office uh, personnel you know, it's the first time doing this job and now we're hitting the third year and you're supposed to get, you know, be getting, hitting your stride and, I mean, Salah appears to be hitting his stride. Either yeah. that or it's just the, the players in the field. Yeah, I was going to so say even, having better matter. players probably helps his cause. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think anytime you have those, those two edge defenders, I, I think I could probably call a fairly decent game by just like Maybe. closing my eyes and picking plays. Yeah, um, there, were, there, there were definitely but, some um,
0: circumstances <laughs> where it looked like the play was defensive line meet at the quarterback. That happens yeah. several times where there were three or four of them like right on Rudolph's
2: hip. Like yeah, th- two seconds that'll, after that'll the play be my started. Gen- my general play call, if I you know, if, if we were back. <laughs> you in run fast to ball. Salas' <laughs> <laughs> defense allowed, and, and you know they were good against both the uh, the run uh, and the pass. I mean, they're basically two passing plays the entire game that were, you know, that, that were bad for the Niners, and uh, and, and everything else was uh, definitely kept under control. Mm-hmm. The cornerbacks played well. They. Solid did a good job of um confusing the, the um uh, the offense and the receivers and rudolph as to as to the defensive coverage i mean i thought he did a very good job of yeah doing that. absolutely um and then in, in run game they you know held the uh pittsburgh rushing attack to i think it was under four yards a carry and like under 80 total rushing yards which That's is pretty good Yeah, you know down well like six three at halftime and you would figure that the Steelers would <laughs> just want to pound the ball and they you know they just knew they couldn't right so instead they just threw through one yard passes all day long a stat that you and I were discussing earlier is is uh and it's a, it's a crazy one as uh, Rudolph threw fourteen passes that were it more than one yard beyond the line of scrimmage and he only <laughs> completed two of them.
0: Yeah, unfortunately both of them were t- were, t- were
2: for touchdowns. Yep, yeah, yeah. and and those th- those were the two touchdowns. I actually, actually he completed three of them. One yes, one, one was of those to K1 Williams. <laughs> Yes, yes. So, so I guess he was 3 for 40. Um yeah, so, so yeah, that that tells well that can tell you a lot of things. Yeah, but his uh, after wa- after his passing the
0: tape, spray chart like, was not not uh, very nice looking. <laughs> what was that? I, I didn't catch that Rudolph's passing chart was not very interesting looking.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, like on the the, the uh, gen stats. Yeah, yeah. lots of uh, lo- lo- lots of incompletes there. But he was not surprisingly very very effective on on the the shorter uh, passing plays, where he was twelve out of thirteen, I believe. Yes. When, when it was when it was either I think he had two, two passes that were like one yard, right? Uh, yeah, one air yard, and everything else was either at the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage. Correct. So um, yeah, I mean he, he he's not leading the NFL in air air yards, that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> He uh, definitely has Juju to thank for a lot of his stat line. Of the the two uh, long touchdowns were, I mean, one of them was you know a great, great actually both of them were very very good passes by uh, by Rudolph. But one was a wide open pass where you know the ball spent most of the time in the air and not a lot of running after the catch, if any. Mm-hmm. And then and then the second one uh, to, to my man Juju. Um, was a, uh, you know, another, hit him in a helmet. I mean, I mean that's, it doesn't get a lot more accurate than that when you're hitting a guy on a uh, um, a third and long, I believe it was. And, you know, hit him right in the helmet and you know, outran uh, uh, the corner. And then, I mean, Moore just took a, a horrendous, horrendous angle. And then being you know, at the game, you could just see it coming. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, what, like, you think he's going to take this thing up the middle of the field when you have... Help. It just didn't make any sense. Was, yeah. He, he looked I mean, he looked like a rookie out there. So. Yeah. As soon
0: as Witherspoon missed him, it was like, oh, crap. There he goes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and I mean, with Witherspoon, I mean, I, I sort of get it. It's, um, he really didn't have any help over the middle. And uh, I mean, otherwise, he played a good, a good game until he got in, unfortunately, got injured. Yeah. Because we can't go, you know, it's just like, we can't go That's one, one, one full it week. Is, it's there. literally one,
0: you know, one injury per, per week that has had a decent impact on the team so
2: far yeah I, i'd say decent for sure um yeah i mean you know, having I, mean, I guess i guess we sort of lucked out by only having him out for you know weeks as opposed to months or true or, true or a full year yeah but, it didn't break anything so that's good Yeah, but I mean, a guy who's just i mean he's he's you know not not only returned to his 2000, 2017 form but he like you know, he's, he's been he's, better than he's that. upped it yeah. you know, so he's just he's you know, we on like lockdown on that side. And, yeah, and for sure. you know, it's not all him. It's I, I mean, a lot of it's him, but the uh, the pass past rush solves most problems mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, well,
0: past events. And I think the other thing that's happening is that him coming back is helping Richard Sherman on the other side because they're not keying on, well, let's just go pick on the other guy because he can't, he's, he's not going to do the job. And, you know, whether it was Witherspoon or whoever else they had over there last year if you can pick on a guy that you know for sure is not going to be able to do the job, well then why would you go even go anywhere near the, you know, the former all pro who may or may not be able to still do it, but let's not test it kind of thing. Um, so I think him being better is helping Sherman be better. And I think all those things are really important. So, um, also yeah. of note, if you're a, you know, football outsiders, DVOA type of person, Four Eighty Nine ers currently sitting at the, uh, number two spot for defensive DVOA through three weeks. So, I don't think anybody saw that coming by any stretch of the imagination. Um, So that's good. Um,
2: Wake me up, man. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's,
0: (laughs) it's surprising. I mean, I was thinking, you know, if the team could have like a top half of the league defense, we'd be in good shape. So this is like strong. And now, you know, take into account the, you know, who we played so far and that has to matter, but it's, 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 it's a, it's a good start. So, um, but there was good, but there was also not so good, um, f- five turnovers aside, side. Um, but in my sort of down to get us started on that side of it is related to the turnovers, um, but I think it's more just the um, really the offensive inconsistency that we've seen from the team so far. They played okay, but they weren't great in week one against the Bucks, and some of that may turn out to be that the Buccaneers' defense is better than we thought, something along those lines. Um, Then they go out and they just destroy the 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 Bengals in week two. And we're like, okay, here we go. The offense has figured it out. The defense is looking pretty good. This is going to be good. And then all of a sudden, we get into week three and the defense is still doing its thing, being just about as consistent as they've been. So the consistency is fine on that end. But the offense struggles and they turn the ball over and they can't get everything done. And um, now to their great credit, they turned it on late, as you noted, and they managed to score the points when they needed to score the points. Um, but we just can't we can't do this every every week. Um, it's just not going to work. Aside from the fact that we've been fortunate enough that the these have not been teams so far that have been able to take care of to take advantage rather of their offensive inconsistencies. The Buccaneers were not good enough on offense to take to take advantage of the of what we were giving them. The the uh, Steelers the same in terms of turnovers. I would hate to see what would happen if we run up with when we get into teams like the Rams or uh, the Ravens or some, you know, or the saints later on in the season who are going to be a lot better offensively. um, We're going to really put that defense to a test. The, the offense is going to have to be, we know we're getting from them from week to week in order for this team to really shape into form. I think that's, that's a really big part of, of how successful this team is going to be, which is kind of funny coming from a team, you know, coached by Kyle Shanahan, the offensive genius. You would think it would be the other way around if it was anything, but that's where we are. Um, which I guess is not a terrible place to be, but um, it would be nice to know that we're going to get, you know, a consistent performance from them. I I guess I, my, my preference would be if you're going to be like middle of the road in those off games, that's fine. And then you're going to have these games where you're just blowing people out, but there can't be a game where you're like one of the worst offenses in football in there too, because that's just not going to work. That's, that's going to be too much to ask of the defense.
2: Yeah. Okay, so, so breaking the team down on the offensive side of the ball, um, when we're talking about you know, quote unquote poor play on offense, what percentage of that is is the turnovers and what what percentage of that is the actual like play on the field outside of the turnovers? I, although although you I you mean, do in turn this case, the it, ball over on the field, but you know what I
0: mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I, I know what you mean, it's sort of an execution thing versus like a if you were I mean, because it feels like that they were playing pretty well offensively outside of the turnovers. Um, you know, they were getting themselves into good positions. Like that, the 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 fumble where it bounced off of Richie James's shoulder is a bad time. And Shanahan even said that's a bad timing on the on the snap. That shouldn't have happened that way. You know, the whole play was out of out of sync, and it shouldn't have happened. But they're in the red zone. Worst case scenario, right there, they tie the game going into into. The, um, re- that was right leading into the second half, right? Um, am I correct? That was yeah, right yeah. when they were worst-case scenario. Yeah, uh, so worst-case worst case scenario, yeah, the so kick-a-field goal, kick goal, we tie the game going into halftime. But instead, bounces off Richie James's shoulder, ball goes, and that's the worst kind of fumble because it just goes off in crazy directions. We're really lucky it didn't bounce into some Steelers hand who was running the ball down the field for a touchdown. Um, but... So yeah, so it's certainly more about cleaning things up. I think execution wise, I think in a vac in the vacuum of like were they doing what they needed to do outside of the turnovers offensively, I think they're still close this is probably still closer to Cincinnati in terms of their execution on the whole, but those turnovers really make it look ba- look worse than it probably than it might have been, I think, in reality, if that makes any sense.
2: I mean, for me, the fact that they're they're makeshift Offensive line, yeah, was makeshift, yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and definitely looked the part. Well, school
0: was actually looking okay for the first half of the
2: game, and then well, he looked I, like I he really, sort I don't of fell apart. You've if, um, if, uh, listened to anything that um, uh, Matt Barrows has said over the last uh, you know, last few days? But apparently, he spent a whole bunch of time with uh, with, with Staley over the week, yeah. and Staley was just like, like, you know, sort of going like. Play by play. Here's what I do. Here's what oh, like I do. I'll up against this guy, then do this. And so I mean, it's just that it's, it's that that teamwork that we've you know, and and the, the the camaraderie that we've had over the last you know two years somehow has stayed consistent. Excellent. <laughs> and yeah, as it should and be. And these guys just like each other, and they want to help each other. And it's uh, I mean, I, without that, I, I think that he would have played poorly or sure. worse. And he wasn't.
0: And and as I alluded to, as I said earlier, he was not the worst part of the offensive <laughs> line on Sunday. Um, Mike McClinchy. Um, <laughs> like he was noticeably bad, like to the point where if you, even if you had no clue what you were looking at, you'd probably go, "Why does that guy keep letting that other guy keep running past him?" I don't quite understand what's happening. like friends or something? Yeah, he's like, "Come here, buddy." Come. yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's it for me. Um, I think if the offense can get to a place where, at its worst, it's a middle of the road offense, and at its best, it's one of the best offenses in the league. I think they'll be in good shape. We can't have any yeah. more of this like stuff that really bad teams do because they're not going to be able to overcome it every week. It's just not going
2: to happen. So that's yeah. that's my down. Uh Chris, what about you just to, to touch on the uh, <laughs> on what you said? Of course. You know, we, we talked a lot about the uh, explosive plays and success rates last week and you know comparing them to this week as well as uh, week 1. You know, they're better than week 1, not as obviously not as good as last week. Let's see, the uh, explosive uh plays they were fifth in the uh in the nfl uh, huh. last last week which is sort of surprising but then when i dug okay. into the stats the, the um the stats were a little bit slanted by some third and long runs were sort of give up plays so i think that they would have been, I, I haven't done the math but i'll uh i'll do that and post that up <laughs> yeah i think they probably rank a little bit lower than that um if sure. not for you uh, you know you got you know Third and fifteen. Okay, we'll give you ten yards on on this huh. running play. Yeah. And then on su- success percentage, they were fifty one percent, which is ninth. So, I mean, they were still technically, you know, one of the top ten offenses in those two metrics. But I mean, you throw in the turnovers and forget it. <laughs> it's like right. that might as well be the worst worst NFL team. <laughs> you know, if you're right, uh, and, the,
0: football, and that's they're, they're and, and that's terms. really what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying it's if part, you remove that those turnovers. Then I think we're fine. Yeah, that's really the easy mean, thing.
2: B- but to, to me, there's a three and out, which I, I just can't accept.
0: That uh, I know. Well, well, yeah, I, think we them. Them. I, I think I we had two of them. I think we had two of them. Nineteen and zero, not just nineteen and zero. Because I mean, but come on. but no three and outs all year. No three and outs all year. Long. We can't. <laughs> we will not be living. We still got the nineteen and zero possibility, but the no three and outs is, yeah. is out. I mean, nineteen zero is a given. But
2: well, yeah, yeah for sure. Maybe for one, sure. one three and out. I, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, that, maybe one or two for the rest of the year. I think we can allow that. Just you know.
0: Yeah, and I think
2: that that Pedisum. Oh, correction! That uh, definitely was not Pettis. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Jets jet sweep, uh, bouncing the ball for T. James's face. That was in the in the fourth quarter when they were just trying to. Yeah, I mean, I, I believe I believe so. I mean, I, was, I don't remember. I was, I was <laughs> very very sober during the game for for some unknown reason, and <laughs> and uh, and like I said, paying attention through the years. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's when they were like going to you know, take the lead, or at least tie the game up and you know, yeah i think, they're you, going I to think to you're going to take charge right. and then that happens and you're just like you got to be kidding me man <laughs> like, how, yeah. like how, how
0: can you do this kill well, me so i think the big i think the big thing is just you know if the team is noticeably worse than you which this Steelers team at least in the version that they played on sunday was they cannot be giving them free gifts to give that team an opportunity to beat them they didn't eventually win the game but we still must be aware of these things and hopefully not allow them to happen moving forward so that's that's my analysis of that particular situation
2: (laughs) it was a one week uh one week problem and it will hopefully 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 all right sounds good (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) chris um
0: so apparently i'm all on the offensive board uh this week and you i think are a little bit doing gonna go in a slightly different direction but if you're down for this week
2: um. Yeah. It's uh the Withers- Witherspoon injury, and that's. I mean, it it was it was a killer in the game, and it was. I mean, it was. It, it was you know, what was it three, two, two or three plays later? Was you know, the the play that uh you know that got Steelers back in the in in the game and and mm-hmm. ma- actually made it a uh, a uh, you know a well, game they took they the lead at the that final point. a few few seconds when he um got injured on a it was it was I don't, I don't know if um. I don't believe that they talked about it too much on the uh, on the broadcast, but I I was just watching it, you know, when, when I was there, and it was on a um, it was like a fourth down and one from somewhere around midfield, mm-hmm. and um, you know Tomlin being the uh, super aggressive uh, play caller that he is, you know, <laughs> you know uh, decided that he was a good time to punt. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, because that's hashtag analytics but um, yeah yeah you know he's, he's, he's a uh, william and mary guy so you think he'd you know be uh, hey. a little bit open to these analytical ideas and calculated risks things, i guess so he decides that you know punting is the best thing to do here and the niners weren't quite sure if they're going to punt or not so both witherspoon I, I was both on the field.
0: i was gonna ask what is witherspoon doing on the field for for punting but if they had Put it in there if they were sort of doing like a prevent defense thing night, That makes more sense. But if Witherspoon's playing special teams, then someone needs to like get in trouble for that because there's just no reason. Oh yeah, that, it, it, that was, it was, it was obviously ever.
2: for for that specific reason and because because Sherman was on the field as well and. Um, I mean, if you have you the old twenty-two, just, no just go back and see, see ve- how very hard Sherman tried on that play because it was like comically bad. It was just like he's like, <laughs> I, um, can ima- you know, I can only not, imagine. Gunner, what? <laughs> Please, yeah. what I have to do? What? I have yeah. to block? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, for him, it's it's a good thing that he was on the Steelers sideline because if he was on the 49ers sideline, I think he just would have walked off the field after his, <laughs> the Gunner just left. I mean, enough, he, was, he wanted not nothing to do with that. <laughs> was, Come on, man.
0: <laughs> see but, you later.
2: But on the other side, and and obviously it teaches you a bad lesson, right? But But Witherspoon, yeah, I mean, he, right. he fought his man all the way down there, and, and that's just the and he mentality he's had all, all year long, and I loved it. And then as soon as soon as he um uh, as soon as the play was I'm actually maybe not like while the play was still going on, you, you could see him limping a little bit, and then mm-hmm. you could just see that look on his face when he was just like, "Oh man, I hurt myself," you yeah. know. And yeah, they just could have been they'd... some profanity that I saw from a distance, but yeah, it was. Probably. I was like, oh no, no, like, you you can't hurt yourself, not you. <laughs> um, yeah, of all and, people. And he did, and we brought in um, the second coming, Jason Verrett, who hasn't played for a couple, of, couple years, and a guy that we were quite excited to see in regular game action, and I have to imagine his PFF score is not so hot. Um,
0: it was not... <laughs> His coverage grade. I looked at this earlier today. His coverage grade was like a fourteen or something like that. Now yeah. granted, it was in two coverage snaps. He only played four snaps in the whole game. Let's yeah. just be clear. Um so oh, okay. So so, yeah, so at they, least he had those other two that he didn't. He was in for the he was in for the two pass plays, both of which something happened to him, and then he had two run stop run plays where and that was it. And then and then Mosley was in for the rest of the time. That was it. So probably they went um, we don't want to completely destroy any l- bit of confidence he might have left, so let's just get somebody else in here. <laughs>
2: I had heard that, that they had some like those plays were sort of set up for him in some fashion, like they were oh, planning on using him in that capacity. Like he, it was, it wasn't just because of the. He didn't seem. Like, he didn't
0: seem like he knew well, that that was happening.
2: Yeah. But anyway. Sorry, it was a 24.1 like, was his I, coverage. I probably grade. can't catch the guy running down the field, but I could probably chase Maybe. him down and tackle him and then allow Maybe. him just to go past me for a touchdown. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's not a very difficult. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what he was supposed to do, but what he did wasn't good. But, no. but I, I don't know if you follow him uh, on Twitter, but yeah, yeah I, I saw he, that. He, 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 uh, he took credit for it and he said he'd yeah, step it up, but yeah. you know, he was like, these people are a lot so. faster than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, right which you I mean, know it,
0: after three years of two. not doing something yeah that seems reasonable <laughs> but
2: I, I think his tweet says something something to that effect he's like oh, i've been here for a few years and it's you know some of the effect of the i mean it's been basically taking a little years. while it, it wasn't like a, my fault guys but it was everything but yeah yeah, yeah. So, so um yep so we remove uh Verrett, uh promptly and, and it was sort of crazy how they went after him so quickly like immediately, uh, like yeah, one, like, like, like his, how again, did he it know was that? two
0: plays, and the first play was they threw it at him, and it was the defensive pass interference, and then the very next play was he lets the guy run by him, touchdown. So yeah,
2: not I so mean, great. yeah, and the, the pass interference call was, I mean, they sort of got tripped up. They did, yeah. It, I think if he was playing more regularly, he would have avoided that penalty just just by you know yeah. maneuvering his body differently and. And not like, I mean, it, it looked a lot worse than it actually was when you slow it down. And usually it's the yeah, other around, right? It, it, it uh, did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think they just got like, you know, their feet tripped up a little bit. But then what, whatever he was thinking on that second play, uh, I, I don't know. He was I don't watching know, whatever what was
0: Mason Rudolph on. was doing. He must have been doing a puppet show or something because he was locked in on whatever it was <laughs> that Mason was doing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think Mason was looking to the to the right side of the field. So Fred's just the guy. I guess I'm done. And oh, yeah. there's, there's a guy oh, behind He's me. just standing there. there. Touchdown. Okay. Yeah, not, <laughs> not good. So he he found his way uh, to the the bench and um, and um, Mosley stepped up. What uh, Eman? That's his Eman. Ni- that's uh, his yeah, nickname. E-man. Per right. Shanahan which works is for me. Interesting. And I will call yeah. him that forever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I need a pretty cool nickname like that one. Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, he he didn't didn't do uh, too much. No, he was only in there Just, for
0: seven snaps, so yeah, it, it wasn't a over.
2: yeah. Uh, but he's the guy going forward. I, 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 I've been told, and everyone else has been told, uh, while Jason Brett tries to you know, return to his uh, pre-injury form, or at least you know, some type of half decent form, where the Niners can use moving him in, in that some direction. Capacity. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so that was that's definitely uh, my uh, my down because otherwise the the defense was 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 really. I mean, it was really lights out. Other than I mean Witherspoon, the 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 catch by Juju, not really putting that all on him. Yeah, I mean uh, that was. I good. Mean, I a mean, good ball player. It was his fault, he but was... yeah, he, it's, it's a very very difficult player to cover, and uh, he had no help, and beat him by foot, and yeah, you know, you know, I get it, but I mean more more has to take a a reasonable angle on that, and yeah, yeah and I agree. it wouldn't have been a touchdown, but it was it was such a bad angle, so bad, like right in front of me on the field. I'm like, oh, this is gone. He's gone. <laughs> See it. So that Bye. was that was not good. Yeah, I mean, uh, otherwise they were. Um, and the defense was good. I th- think Salah called a uh, a good good game uh, both in the against the run and the pass. I'm pretty sure he was listening because he he did yeah. step all of his cornerbacks a step uh, in front thanks, of Bobby. the first time marker. So
0: thanks, Bobby Salah. That's what we'll, that's that's what we call him. Bobby. What's that, Bobby? Bobby Salah. We're like, hey, Bobby.
2: What did uh, McFarland call, call him? It was like a Salah. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Bob Salah, Rob Salah. So. Bobby Salah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. I mean that, that's really my only only down and and I am I'm am going to not say anything negative about uh about our DC cuz he played or he played. He um he coached a uh, a great game and his hey, defense first time for and the players on the field, you know, and along with his uh his, uh, defensive scheme, which, which honestly, like it, it, he he did he did step it up defensively because he he did his best to to confuse Rudolph and Rudolph was extremely confused on a lot of his deeper passes, right? His few few deep passes, but um, he's good at, good at hiding the coverage, uh, switching uh, from single high to to double safety looks, and um, yeah, I mean if if Sherman was a little bit uh, quicker, he could have maybe a couple years younger he. <laughs> he would have. Uh, he could have gone for another pick six. On, uh, yeah, he nearly one of those uh, short throws to the right side of the field. So nearly Hips had up. it. Salah, Salah was, Sala was good, but yeah, the, the Witherspoon injury is not a positive, and it's you know now now come all the uh, all the, you know, the uh, Jacksonville trade rumors and. and you know, um, <laughs> before I tell you, before I tell you my opinion on that, um, I'd like to hear what you have to think. What, what, what you think and what you have to – slash what you have to say about it? I assume those um, things are the same.
0: <laughs> I mean, sure, it would be really nice to have a player of his caliber. Um, but I don't know. We don't really have any, like, troubled people in the locker room, and that makes me nervous. Like, I mean, the team – he'd be coming into a good team, but what happens if we give him a bunch of money and then the team gets bad again and we're going to – is he going to do the same thing? I don't know. It's just – I don't know if it'd be worth the the hassle. I think yeah. we can we can do the work without. Cuz yeah. cuz I think in the position that the that the Niners might find themselves in like the draft this year, for example, let's say. I think there's a pretty decent chance they could probably find a player maybe who's not as good but who will be who will do the job that they want Jalen Ramsey to do for a longer period of time for significantly less money, which is kind of the goal here. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess
2: it really just depends on your your opinion of them and uh, I think it's Eric Crocker. who's just a big fan who yeah. who's really, really promoting it. And I mean, I, I trust him more than more than myself as far as cornerback <laughs> play. Um, well, I would have. I, so, I yeah. could do a little bit of studying, but he, he may have a little bit more uh, real life experience than I have. <laughs> it's been it's been a little, little while since I played cornerback very poorly, um, <laughs> and he played it at a very very high level. And I for mean, sure, he's a he's a knowledgeable guy who. Who um, you know, he's not just a, uh, an athlete; he's a, he's a cerebral guy as well. So, I mean, if he tells yeah. me that a guy that you know, like he said about Witherspoon before this year, and I was like, "You crazy man! Like, there's no way that you know this guy turns from the 2000, 2017 version of him, which you don't throw the ball in his direction it looks great, to the 2018 version of him and you throw the ball, every ball in his direction it looks horrible, to you know, to the version this year where he's like, this guy's elite. Like, what? Yeah, and, it's I pretty mean, amazing. C- Crocker called it. So, so there if you I look it. at you know, if I'm looking through it through Crocker's glasses, I don't think he wears glasses, but <laughs> I think it could potentially make sense. But yeah. I mean, does i wouldn't go up to to uh, first-round no. draft picks no, for no, 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 And and unless they want honestly, CJ Beathard, like, like, like you said, my biggest problem with him is the locker room stuff. I mean, a guy who's just calling in sick—I mean, come on, man, it's just—it's that that you he know, called in sick, and then he the, was injured, and then he had to go.
0: Deal with a newborn baby, or something. it was very strange.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I didn't follow up on all the yeah. specifics, but you know, when, yeah, and but, just some of the things you said about the the fan base. I'm like, man, like, if I had bought a jersey of yours, I would not be very happy, <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> about fair. you calling me, uh, so, you know, such a poor fan. And I mean, you knew, you knew when you were going to Jacksonville, you you weren't going to be winning a lot of games, or at least you should have known that That's at true. The time. So, I mean, so what, what were you expecting? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they've definitely underwhelmed, but not so significantly that you should be freaking out about it. So, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, you know, as long as the Niners keep going 19-0, I think he'd be great on the team. But as yeah. soon as things go badly, I mean, it's like they have such a good thing going on right now, and even with Sherman there, which is... I agree. You know? Yeah. I, I just I don't think that it's time to... To to mess with what they have, but well,
0: and I, and I would also make, I mean, we can make the nineteen zero joke all we want, but are they really just Jalen Ramsey away oh.
2: from winning oh, the oh, Super Bowl? I, I hope you don't think I'm serious about that. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. That, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying.
0: Like, that's the real question. Like, if we were really, if the if the difference was, if we had a one of the best cornerbacks in the league on our team, would that be enough to get us through to like championship contention? I don't know. I don't know. That that would be the question. I don't necessarily. We don't necessarily need to talk about it right now. But that's just something for you
2: know people to think about. Yeah, I'll, talk, no, I'll talk that about would it, be the but, you know, very very quickly. I think if we were <laughs> able to go beat the Rams in a couple weeks, then I would say potentially. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. And otherwise, that, no way. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, for it's, sure. we're still it's still a year away, and and Probably. I, I still think it's a year away. But I, I think, think, think I mean, like we said last week, they win in week three into the bye. They have a a reasonable schedule. In the uh, at least in the first half, and then you know the second half of the season, like who knows who's injured, who's who's healthy. Yeah, I mean they have. A, I mean it's playoffs, baby. Potentially, yeah. you know. I, I think mean, you so. have to, you have to win so. more than three games, but but yeah. we're on, we're on the we're on the correct tra- uh, trajectory. That once For they sure. get there, and they're playing some teams that are better than them, you know. We'll you see. have to get very, very lucky to go to go yeah. far. So and I, I'm I hoping think... we didn't lose too many listeners when I kept saying 190, <laughs> thinking that I was being Nah, serious, nah,
0: nah. It'll be right. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think I think they're they're right on on with you. I think um, that, however, is a is a lovely segue. You didn't do that on purpose, but it's a great segue into the last section of the podcast. Um, we don't have a game next week, so we're not going to be previewing anyone. But what we want to do is in relatively short time because we're we're running a little low on time here. Um, is just talk very briefly about two things i want I want you to i want answer an, an answer to, to one question and then I'm going to give you a, a sort of statement and I want you to answer them so the first question is um thinking about the next few weeks the bye week included and over the you know about the to about the midway point in the season uh, what's one thing that you're looking f- to happen in the coming weeks
2: just you know briefly
0: in that kind of thought
2: hmm uh, I want the Forty ers to to be the teams they should beat and be competitive with you know it, with the one top team that they're playing you know, over the next five five yeah. weeks. So if if they can beat the team, you know, depending on what the, the Browns do, this you know obviously I think the Browns play the Ravens this week. If mm-hmm. uh, is that correct? Uh, if, yep. if the Browns are able to you know turn it around after their uh, their last minute. Uh, Poor coaching slash playing uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> from uh, um, on the uh, on a national stage uh, uh, last uh, Sunday. If they're able to rebound from that and they're able to beat the uh, the Ravens, who are looking pretty good right now, then you know that that's a game that's going to be quite competitive. If the Browns get annihilated by the Ravens, then I want the Forty Nine ers to beat them too. So that in in uh, a couple sentences would be my my, my, my summary because then of okay. that and you're getting Rams, Redskins please beat the Redskins at home because that's another <laughs> game i would be seeing and I'm so sick of crying yeah. and, um, and then I guess the Panthers and the Cardinals yep. is, a, is, a, is mm-hmm. the last game that so that's I mean right. those are all right now winnable games absolutely uh, if, if you throw the Rams out of there we wish we could but unfortunately we can't <laughs> is that two, two wins they have two wins between all those teams I think Something right. like that, yeah. Browns have won one one, Cardinals have a tie, and Panthers have one win, right? Yeah. I know this. I know the Skins are zero three. Believe me. Um, <laughs> yeah, hear about that all the time. So, um, yeah. So I mean, these are games that they can win. Do I expect them to win all of them? No, but you know, they, they should be winning most of them if they if they're better than the team that they're playing. None of this silly, you know, crazy turnover differential stuff that killed them last year, right? Uh, and then, and then, you know, a team like the Rams you know, don't get annihilated by them <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. expect you to beat them if you do then i will be very happy and and then maybe we do talk uh um potential trades for for players because maybe this is our season but maybe. if that is yeah. not the case then uh, you know if we just you know, if we lose to them by by a uh, you know reasonable margin then um yeah then I, I, I don't think that's the the end of the world so correct yeah what, what about you
0: yeah. Um, my ac- my answer to the question is actually another question, and it's really just kind of similar to what we were just talking about, is these these holes that are popping up, the, especially the Joe Staley one and the uh, Akella Witherspoon one. These are holes that are going to need to be plugged with somewhat short-term solutions. Witherspoon's probably going to miss somewhere in the neighborhood of three to four games if you include the bye week and the four-week sort of thought process. So it might be two it might be three it might be four games uh joe staley likely to miss you know another six seven games somewhere in that neighborhood um depending on how where he fits in that six to eight week kind of sort of time frame uh so the the question is what's what is the the decision on the the front office and the coaching staff is this like okay we're gonna plug justin school in there and we're gonna hopefully you know hope he works out for the next month and a half or something like that um we're gonna plug uh, Emmanuel Mosley into the cornerback spot. We're going to try Jason Brett out there, see what, what works, or are they going to find out that they need to make a move? Maybe not of the Jalen Ramsey level, but are they going to need to make some sort of mid-level trade for somebody who can immediately step in and start say at left tackle or say at, um, cornerback, but who would not be sort of like unmo- immovable an immovable object once Staley slash witherspoon come back. So it's like, we're not going to make a Jalen Ramsey trade because who, where does Witherspoon go with him playing so well when he comes back? We're not going to trade for, like, Trent Williams from the from the Redskins because he's not going to go to the bench when Joe Staley comes back if we, if we trade for him, that sort of thing. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. So my last question for you, um, and then we'll wrap this up, and this is – you don't even need an explanation. You just tell me. So for uh, the r- remainder of the first half of the season – so that's everything up to and including a week nine, which is our Thursday night football game in Arizona. What expectations do you have for win loss record at the point when we get finished with that Arizona game in week nine so that's be okay. our our eight our eight game our halfway point in the season okay
2: so, so first eight games starting at three 0 uh I assume that you have the the, the list of uh of games, I think you know, I know we have Browns at home, and then at Rams, at Redskins, home against the Panthers, and then at the Cardinals. Correct? Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, that's correct. Okay, okay, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm like ninety percent sure that's yep. That's you got the that case. exactly right. So, only because I'm trying to plan my, my trips. <laughs> <first place. laughs>
0: um, so basically, those five games. What's what's the expectation? So.
2: I have to say Rams loss Redskins win Cardinals win split Browns Panthers. Okay. So, um, so you're thinking or or, or some other combination of that six and
0: six and two through eight. Is that what you're thinking? (laughs) Six and two would be great. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of with you on that. Five
2: and and three would be disappointing, but you know, but six and two would be great. Seven and one. Awesome. You know, but obviously like, I've been saying all podcasts nineteen and zero, so we're beating them all <laughs> for sure. Um,
0: and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with almost what I said you know months ago. I actually just uh, had a piece come out on the website uh, where I revisited my r- initial win loss projections. Um, and I started in April. I had a win loss projection project, projection of nine and seven. Well, I went up several wins. And um, you'll have to go to the site ninernoise.com, dot to check that out to see what my final record was prediction was but for these first eight games i'm calling a seven and one record uh, with one loss to the rams i feel like the rest of those teams are beatable and if they would if they want to be serious playoffs slash super bowl contenders they need to beat the, the rest of those teams that are on this on that schedule um, yeah, yeah that's just I, my thought
2: I, I think that's uh it's very uh very reasonable and and i like the the, the pitch to go to the website which everyone yeah. everyone's mm-hmm. going there anyway but. yeah absolutely Reading all your stuff, but if that you're not, be. you should be. Before you uh, sign us off here, okay? Que- question for you. Yeah, when uh, when, when when Rudolph on the, on that last road, drive uh, slid on that second down and <laughs> ten play. Yeah, and, when, and instead of diving for the first down, did you have any thoughts about that play?
0: I mean, at, at the time, he saved his he saved his neck, but ruined his team's chances of winning. Yeah,
2: I mean, that's really I, all yeah, that came it, down to. Like for me. That might, like, other than all the fumbles, like that, that that was like, I, I don't know, it was like clairvoyance or something. I was, I was like, oh my, like this guy does not know what he's doing. Like, you yeah. gotta get that first down, man. Like, you also right. need because be at, yeah, at that point, yeah, at it, that
0: point, it that lost the game for them, basically.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, it, it, it ended up doing it, but but um, but yeah, I mean, I'll get you know sworn statements from the people that I was with that, so, like, I said, oh. Niners got this because, you know, they're going to come hard on third down and they're going to put them in a bad situation and that's going to be fourth and long. And yeah, I I was like, I mean, that that to me was like the play. And I was so excited when he made (laughs) that rookish mistake.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Mason Rudolph. Yeah.
2: yeah, Yes. I I, I didn't know if anyone else would think of the same thing at the time because, you know, I assume most people are thinking end zone, end zone, end zone, just like, just like Mason, my man Mason was. Yeah yeah he was but, not yeah he definitely was not and uh maybe he will next time maybe he won't but um there, yeah, yeah. For, just want to check with you on that one so yeah for sure
0: cool. all right well now that we've got that cleared up um <laughs> <laughs> very <laughs> is, very important i know right? yes <laughs> 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 no i think it's it's good analysis chris for sure um well once again uh ladies and gentlemen this has been another edition of the niner noise podcast uh, part of the fan-sided podcast network um you can check us out on your favorite podcasting platform um, including Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts or Google Play or wherever it is that you get it. Um, We'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a nice review and uh, say nice five-star things about how we're doing um, and then share the podcast with all your 49er fan friends. We would certainly appreciate that. um, Your feedback and your uh, spreading the love for us. Um, And until next time we will see you next week. Niner fans later.